What's up, everyone? If you want to see us doing these podcasts, go to our profile section, click on the Patreon link, and become a patron. Not only will you get the visual element, but we also have BTS or behind the scenes footage of what goes down after the podcast. <laughs> go ahead and join us, and we look forward to seeing you over there. There's a couple things that we want, we're going to talk about, but we can start here. Well, first of all, are we jumping right in? Are we? Are we? You said something last time that I thought would be oh taxes. How mm. did y'all? How did y'all do with y'all taxes? How was that? Y'all, yeah. I finished my taxes one hour before the deadline. <laughs> <laughs> so by 11 p.m. <laughs> 11 p.m. And it's so crazy because I do this every year, like. I tell myself, and this is what happens. I tell myself, okay, this next year I'm going to be on it. And these last couple of days, <laughs> I'm up, I'm up in my app. I'm, I got receipt. Here's a receipt right here. It's ready, you know. But in like two weeks from now, it's probably going to fall off. And the next thing I know, I'm going to end up doing it the day before. But I'm gonna try not to. Maybe if I put calendar reminders, I'll do better. But anyways, I finished my taxes. Um, this is this year. I did not have to do a payment plan. I was able to pay outright. Um, Amen. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to look at the beauty of that, even though what I had to pay ain't so beautiful. But I could pay it, though, you know? And so. let me just say this for people, because I know a lot of people watching, if you've only ever, most conventional jobs, oh, right. your taxes are taken out for you, and so yeah. you just submit your form or whatever, and you get a refund. But when mm-hmm. you run your own business, mm-hmm. it's a little it more complex. Like right. You either got to pay quarterly taxes or... Mm-hmm. If you don't pay, because nobody's taking our taxes out of our checks for us. Right. So if you don't pay your own estimated taxes every quarter, you have to pay a tax bill at the end of the year. Right. We talked about this like a long time ago on a Mm -hmm. podcast, but if you, let's say you made 80,000 that year and you didn't get no tax taken out, you're going to have to pay several thousand dollars. (laughs) (laughs) Even with deductions, you still want to pay something. You know what I mean? You have to do your own deductions. It's a little more in a way it can be a blessing because as a business owner, you can, there's a lot you can write off as tax deductions that you can legitimately write off your travel, your continued education, da, 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 da. Yeah. But but yeah, but it's, 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 you know, but for me, I thought, and I think I sent this in a podcast a couple of years ago when we talked about it. I was like, the whole quarterly taxes, I just don't have the discipline at the moment to do that. I just got too much going on and I still don't. I still don't have it. However, what I did do this year that I really stuck to is that I took out a percentage of every time I got paid and I put it in a savings account and I just did not touch it. Mm-hmm. And so when taxes came, I was like, oh my God. I can pay this out, right? You yeah. know, now my savings account damn near gone, but I could pay it out. <laughs> I feel you know what I mean? I I so that was people. a relief. I yeah, tell, I actually tell people yeah. like like some of the new coaches that are coming on. I'm like, look, I don't claim to be the financial guru, but at at the very least, if you don't want to do quarterlies, if you're not used to it, because there's a, I think there's a mental block to it a lot for people. Yeah, at the very least. Mm-hmm. Take some money out, take, take it X out. percentage out, and put it in a savings account. So yeah. at the end of the year, you're not caught off guard. That's my hold. Oh, that's my food delivery. Y'all yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, no, but it's true. That's that's that is something that's beneficial. You know what I mean? Because that that racks up, and then once you get to the it end sure of the year, then you're able to pay off. Hopefully, you're able to, to pay it off, depending on how much you owe. You know what I mean? But um, well, what I, I have a tax 
prepare now. Um, you do. How much? Um, bottom of if you. Okay, let me ask you. You've done it through TurboTax before, right? I have done it through TurboTax. And before. now you have a tax preparer who does whatever they're going to do. Which which one is cheaper? Probably TurboTax. Okay, got you. But, but I'm with the prepare, but I'm willing to. Ain't got to do janky. nothing. So Sorry. with the prepare, do you have to just have all your receipts and just give it to them, or I just so everything I've I've done throughout the year, I just give her all that stuff and to take care of it. Now, how is she? <laughs> because I, I've heard some people say that the having a tax prepare can be great, but it can be challenging if they're working with someone like us, all of us who are entrepreneurs, because sometimes they don't know about certain deductions and all of that. How, where, how, you just have to get a qualified well, person. Really. Yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. And mm -hmm. I've worked with her before, so she knows like all the stuff that I nice. do. Nice. So a lot of times she'll hit me up and be like, "Hey, what about X, Y, and Z?" I'm like, "Oh, thank you. I forgot all about that." Mm -hmm. So I just I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> like, no, I, I feel I just, you. I, I feel I you. Wanna, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I feel you. I might. I'm, I'll probably get to that point at one point too. Where I'm like, I'm just gonna get someone to do it for Over. me. You know. <laughs> um, so we'll see, but yeah, but it's done and over with Now, The only other thing, last thing I got to say about it is that, you know, they extended the deadline to July of this year. Mm. So I'm assuming that next year is going to go back to April. And I'm like, damn, I feel like I got to turn right back around and do taxes again. <laughs> I was like, gosh, we just got finished. It's true. Um, but it's it good. possible that they will extend it again next year. Y'all, this shit ain't going away no time. So I don't know. <laughs> like, it's really not. Going yeah. Anywhere. COVID is out in these streets. It's so know? crazy because, you know, months ago people were like, oh, you know, just give it a couple couple months and then, no that's not yeah. how pandemics work right right that's not how it worked before in the past it took what almost two years for everything to go back to normal um mm -hmm. for the flu uh, influenza right and so i just don't i don't see that happen we have no leadership we already talked about this i'm not gonna get back into it but yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a thing and it ain't going nowhere. This, back to the taxes what's so crazy is i was extremely well organized this time around Mm -hmm. I had all of my documentation, but I waited till like the day before to input it all <laughs> into the system. So I had it all, like it all wasn't. Right. It, but I waited until the end to actually do the do taxes. It. Yeah, even though I had all my stuff, I had all my spreadsheets. Yeah. I was able to easily import it. But I was like, I I did it in like a few hours. Mm -hmm. But I just made. I don't know. I, I have I have a mental block toward doing it early for some reason. Mm. And the nerdy powers within me i'm good with um with that kind of thing i don't enjoy yeah. it but i'm like i'm like i feel like i could have been a bomb ass accountant in another life i would have come on now destroyed my soul you know right but, right <laughs> but, but Suck the like, soul dry. you know mm. yeah i feel like i i don't know it's very to me it's, it's it reminds me of the kind of work we had to do in school it's kind of like mindless numbers stuff mm -hmm. and formula stuff but mm -hmm. um which i was good at but uh i don't enjoy it obviously but you know yeah. it's a good feeling when especially if you use a system like TurboTax or something mm -hmm. like that where mm -hmm. you see your initial tax bill and then you yeah your deductions right. and you <laughs> see it drop down see it start to drop yeah. down <laughs> yeah so it was it was pretty nice i'll be typing i'll be like like looking right up in that corner to see doo, doo, doo. and since i did a mass <laughs> import since i did a mass import it was like it looked like oh, all at once I, I got to see all at once yeah yeah right yeah i got to see um i got to see it drop so that, yeah uh, it, it, it felt really <sighs> i know we are over the hump a relief. That, so a relief yeah. a relief <laughs> Speaking of reliefs, uh, reliefs, 
Um, so, actually, that was no segue because this has nothing really has nothing to do with what I'm about to say. But anyways, so I received a text message, and the text message was a tweet. Oh, and the tweet says, uh, "I'm bisexual." Okay, bye. And a little <laughs> bye thing. And so the person who put that tweet out is Avery Wilson. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, Avery Wilson is a singer who was on what? Well, first of all, even before he got on that show, uh, I guess he got big off of just like YouTube and Instagram. And yeah, stuff. like social media. Yeah. Social media, yeah. And I think in that, he wasn't actually on an award show. He, he went on to, um, to The Voice or something as a performer by that point. I think his record label put him out there as a performer. He's really big underground, but he's also, to my knowledge, is starting now to get a little bit more mainstream because he was, he was one of the background yeah. for like Christina Aguilera and stuff at one. Oh, time. was he? Now okay. I don't know if that was a one-off deal. And if you're a hardcore Avery Wilson fan, then yeah. you can feel free to correct. But I'm pretty yeah. sure I've seen him do some like background singing gigs and some other yeah. stuff as well. And he was one of the lead vocalists when they did a tribute to someone recently. Um, Mm-hmm. Was it uh who's what was his name? They call him a uncle uncle uh I need some about Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh uh, wait, well, is who, that uh Charlie Wilson? Yeah, was it was it Charlie Wilson? Is that who who it was? Is that who no. they did the Uncle Uncle Charlie? Is that what they Okay, yeah, well, it is Uncle Charlie, but maybe it was no, it wasn't Uncle Charlie though. I mean, it, his name is Uncle Charlie. Anyways, Avery was one of the singers that they got to do a tribute. It was him and a couple other people, but I can't remember who the, the tribute was person. for. But I don't know what you're talking about because he had like the little robe-ish thing. Yeah, that little red yeah, robe, yeah, open-chested yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I'm, I'm just giving this context to show that he's, his popularity is growing even more, you know, um, and that people know about him. Um, but anyway, so he's my session. And, well, and I'll say this too, since a lot of you follow us, are musically yeah. inclined and know us as singers, maybe even first and foremost, mm-hmm. um, Avery is known for virtuosic agility and control yes. of his voice. So he has mm-hmm. um, incredible range and an extremely mm-hmm. pliant and agile voice that's unusually flexible, um, especially yeah. for a male vocalist. So that's kind of his, his claim to fame. Um, yeah. yeah, he's probably some of the cleanest runs of yeah, he probably has some of the cleanest runs I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he let, he put that tweet out, and this was like a couple of days ago. And then on his Instagram, okay, well, this is actually kind of lengthy, so I won't read all of this. But basically, he just shared how he's growing, he's evolving, he's smashing goals. And um, he put a little joke in there about entanglement, you know, so <laughs> see our, our previous mm-hmm. podcast. Um and then he mentioned about today, all questions and speculations of the past, now have a present definitive answer and et cetera, et cetera. You know, he's down, he, he just had his birthday. He just turned 25 mm. and um, he's down for, to grow more. And I went, actually, I was cooking or something and his live popped up. And so I watched his live, his Instagram live. I was kind of curious to see what he would say. Mm. And, you know, I was pleasantly surprised about, his response to the questions he was getting, um, which ranged from just how do you feel about sharing this information all the way to are you a top or bottom? Like, you know, people are going <clears> to <throat> take it there, you know, of and course. he was really mature in his response. Yeah, yeah. he was he was really mature in his response. And I guess I found it so refreshing because I'm trying to think of back my own journey. And when I was 25, I was definitely in a different place. I was still closet at that time, but I, I didn't have that type of confidence to live in it mm-hmm. you know what I mean hence I was positive <laughs> so I guess I'm just it's nice to see some of the 
uh, people coming up now who are in an environment where they can be more open, you know, now don't get me wrong. It's still not easy for, you know, having that type of truth clearly, but, um, I did, I, it was refreshing to see him speak in that way. He, he was pretty straightforward with why he wanted to share that. And, and he also explained how it wasn't something new to people around him. You know what I mean? You know, they all knew that. It's just something that he hadn't made public. And this was the time that he felt like he wanted to. So yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. But before I say any more, um, any thoughts from you all concerning his revelation? I was, say, I was happy for him initially. I, I did not know. And yeah. I know a lot of stuff about a lot of people, but, and, and yeah. I do know Avery, we're not besties, we're not close or anything like that, but I, we know each other. Mm -hmm. um, and I think there's, you know, respect there. Yeah. You know, we've conversed before, but mm -hmm. I, I didn't know that. But I was like, okay, good for you, you know? Mm -hmm. But two things that stood out to me. One is, I think part of the reason why bisexuality is generally not believed is because I can think of several artists off the top of my head, I'm not going to name any of them, uh, mm -hmm. but who comedians, singers, actors who came out first as bisexual only to later confirm that they were in fact gay, mm -hmm. that they use bi as a cushion. And it's often mm -hmm. used in that way. Yeah. I'm not saying that that's what Avery's doing at all. Bisexual people definitely exist. Mm -hmm. But it's just funny that the majority of bisexual people I know always date exclusively men and end up with men. And it's yeah. like, okay, bi means two. If you never date a woman and never end up in a relationship with a woman, mm -hmm. then it does add to this kind of idea that you're trying to just mm -hmm. cushion the blow. Mm -hmm. There is a hierarchy and that's the thing. But the other yeah. thing that kind of irritated me was I saw a lot of messages from people saying, oh, we knew or I've been new. I know. Why do gay guys feel like they got to do that? Because well, what, what is that? I think it's well, internalized stigma. And they're yeah. like, they're, and it's like, it's like, ha, you ain't shit. Like, I, I feel like I sense something really negative and ugly about it. Mm -hmm. I knew you were. The energy is just not right in my spirit. Like, I feel mm -hmm. like they think there's something wrong with it. Mm -hmm. And I think there's still a sense of like, gay is wrong. And mm -hmm. I caught you kind of thing. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, I don't know, but it doesn't say right in my spirit. I'm like, just, no, you didn't. Because they say it about <laughs> literally everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, mm -hmm. no, because I ain't give a damn about... I, but anyway, <laughs> what were you going to say, Demarcus? You were about I, to say, honestly, I completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> I, oh. I don't know. I really did. <laughs> well, it'll come back to me, but I was, you know, I, when you were asking that question, I had to think about myself and say, okay. And I've been doing this recently. Like when I question why people do what I was like, or have I ever thought that before? And there have been times I have thought that in two different occasions, well, more than two occasions, but the, the, on the more negative side that I've thought, that, I was like, Oh, I knew you was gay is at the time when I was closeted. And it's for the very reason that you mentioned. It was because at the time I was closeted and I, I, there was still that self-shame or, and, you know, and there was still that self-hate. And so when someone was outed or they decided to say that they were gay because they'd been out or whatever, and then I had that, see, I already knew that. It's because it made me feel good in a sense of, see, we're the same, you know? I mean, you're not better, you know, you're no better than I am. You're a yeah. faggot just like I am. You know what I mean? That's, <laughs> that's how it was then, yeah. you know? Then later in life, and of course, I, I use that term faggot in the sense of a very negative connotation. I hate that word and I don't see myself as that, mm -hmm. but I just, just for the sake of conversation. Um, then I think later in life when I got more mature, if ever I said that, oh, I knew that, it wasn't from that place. It was just confirming my own suspicions. That's it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So on a more surface level, but not the ugliness in the sense of it's wrong or whatever. And to be quite honest, um, just to kind of switch gears a little bit, when I did see that text and see Avery say that, 
just for a split second, I kind of recoiled a little bit for the reason that you mentioned about how we know so many people who use bisexuality as a shield to not just be flat out gay. Because if you're bi, it's like, okay, cool. That's kind of trendy. Good, you're bi. You know what I mean? But if you're gay, then oh, no. Nah, you're even really just all the way gay. Who are gay, who identify yeah. as gay, is still mask for mask. It's still right. tops and exactly. on top and you just a dirty bottom. So right. the hierarchy is it's unquestionably there. like still strong in the yeah. community. It is. And I will say this too. I'll pose this yep. to you, answer the Marcus. And I don't so much have a problem with the thought because there are people where I like, I thought I knew it because I literally did know. Like mm-hmm. I, I in fact knew. You know, I'd mm-hmm. seen it, I'd experienced it, or whatever. I mean, I'd exp- you know what I mean. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know my, like, but what would be the point of someone's opening up in this way and you put a comment saying, "Oh, I knew already." Like, yeah, oh, that's... I knew it. You never yeah. did nothing. I knew it. What is the what is the goal of that? Like, right. so I feel like out of all the things that you could, when I see a comment, I don't just look at what's said. I look at it through the context out of, of out of all the possible things you could have said, you chose that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, why, yeah. why did you choose that out of everything you could have said? I don't know. Demarcus, I'm going to let you answer. I'm going to throw one more thing out there really, really fast. Um, no, I just wanted to complete one thought is that even though I recorded at it for a split second about him saying that, um, like you, Eric, I was like, I'm happy for him. You know what I mean? And that he was able to share that. And, um, and, that, and that was like a fleeting moment. And then when I watched his live and saw how he explained himself, especially when people were being ex- extremely invasive about the details, mm-hmm. I was like, good for him. You know, good for him to just creating his own narrative, yeah. you know, and be like, this is the story. This, this is what I want you all to know. And it's going to be that. But that, that's what I wanted to just kind of finish saying. But anyways, Demar, you can go on with what you're about to say. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know why people feel the need to say that i've yeah. seen people say, like people have said that to me <laughs> and yeah. i'm just like like what's your point you know the so, people who have said it to you had they been straight had they been gay had they been what because i've seen straight people do that too uh, I've seen black women particularly i would say this yeah. these no were yeah. like the the two times that i remember specifically they were black women <laughs> so why do you think they would say that of all people i feel like with black women is more of a i don't know I, hate, I don't know what word to use other than like a contest or like some kind of like they win a prize mm-hmm. for guessing it right or some shit. Mm-hmm. And in those particular cases, they were, they were old classmates who are, uh, and I'll specifically say these were old classmates from my, from elementary that mm-hmm. I still kind of chatted with over the years or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so for them to just be like, Oh, you know, I, I, I knew when X, Y, and Z. And I'm just like, I don't know what your point is or like what you're getting at or what do you want mm-hmm. me to say about, you know, like, I don't even know how to respond to that. Were they ever um, attracted to you? Do you know, were they ever interested? Probably. In you? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Because I know I've seen so many women to be honest and black women, to be quite honest. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen a white woman say this, but I've always seen black women say, Oh, you're a waste or that's a waste. You know what I mean? And I feel like it could come from that where if these women were interested in you, but they didn't know for sure that you were gay, and then once they found out you were gay, they were like, see, that's why he didn't want me. I knew that. I knew he was gay. Well, you know? see, my answer to that would have been, even if I wasn't, <laughs> the answer would still be no, because I'm not attracted to you. <laughs> right. And because you're not attractive. <laughs> that's just but, me. But <laughs> I mean, Demarcus, I say that all yeah, the time. I've told. Maybe I wouldn't want you anyway. What you talking about? <laughs> I've, told, I've told many women, like, look, even if I was straight, it wouldn't be you. Right, right. Because there, because there is this idea of 
Right. Oh, damn. If it wasn't for the fact that he was gay, I could have got I would have had a chance. And I right. was like, no. Nah, right. Nah. Yeah. No, that's not. It's I not the case. I've, it's funny because I get irritated when black women do it. It's a cultural thing. It's yeah. the idea that there's a scarcity of quality black men. So right. that's what it's partially based upon. That's a big part. So it's, we're operating with that, with that model of cultural mm-hmm. understanding. Mm-hmm. And then there's this thing of like, if you got your stuff together, then there must be something wrong with, wrong with you. And that yeah. thing wrong with you must be that you're gay. But I've had, one thing that's funny, I, some black women, I'm like, well, if you literally accuse every black man you see of being gay, <laughs> the probability. statistically, at some point you will be right. Right. Yes, if you accuse right. everyone. But what's funny is, so many black women did not know that I was gay. And mm-hmm. that's funny to me because I'm not, I'm not closeted. I've been out for like years now and I talk about it all the time, but mm-hmm. I've had black women who swear my gaydar, it's like a badge of honor thing for, to be able to tell. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's weird because there have, been, there have been women who stopped taking lessons with me once I came out mm-hmm. it's because they felt like they had, they, they told me things like you led me on or you tricked me. And mm-hmm. I was like, what are you, Whoa, it's just, it, I do think that for, again, not all black women are the same, obviously, but for some black women, there's a sense of entitlement. Like yeah. you were supposed to be up for grabs for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. No, I mean, this is just so much motivation behind that type of behavior. I remember one black woman had, um, she had recently gone through a divorce and um, her ex-husband, you know, slept with another woman or whatever, but she had saw a story about another woman who went through a divorce as well, but her man had slept with another man. And so she oh, was like- he didn't sleep with a man. Right. And she's like, well, at least mine didn't do that. And I was like- oh, This is such this, low-hanging fruit. It's right. So <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think it just goes to show how homo- <laughs> homophobia has just really permeated people's minds of on so many different levels, you know? And- I blame the Bible, but anyways. Well, part, on. Of, part of what I blame is, and y'all <laughs> not all. Is, not, I, let me clarify. I don't blame the Bible all the way. Well, but, the Bible is know. a big old fat part. It of is it. a big fat and, part like, of it. It's a so, big fat like, part. You can be if you upset, yeah. you're upset. But like, look, Christianity <laughs> has a lot to do with it. Or let me say this: Christianity, yes, absolutely, in the cultural way it has been practiced amongst the African American community, especially the culture. It, it is. It is a thing. Like, let's it be is. real. It but is. The the thing is like. What did you say that crap? I lost my train of thought because that was it. Oh, um, oh, it's on the tip of my brain. You said, what did you say with with people and the cultural and get? Oh, um, I feel like black people. Oh, I know I was gonna say. Go, see, that was me. I was pulling it out. (laughs) The energy. The energy. I know everybody who's watching has probably heard me say this a few times, but what really it's a human thing. Mm-hmm. Oppressed people rarely learn the lesson. Yeah. So oppressed people historically mm-hmm. almost always create hierarchies. Mm-hmm. And so generally, whether it's Indian people, African people, whatever, mm-hmm. we instead of saying, you know what, it sucks to be oppressed, we mm-hmm. instead say, you know what, I want my turn to be the oppressor. Mm-hmm. So I want so I may be um black but at least i'm a cisgender heterosexual man mm-hmm. well i may be a black woman but at least i'm not a faggot at least mm-hmm. i'm not gay at least yeah. i'm not evil mm-hmm. i don't have a demon in me mm-hmm. um at least well i may be gay but at least i'm masculine mm-hmm. well i may be gay and thin but at least i'm not fat 
Mm-hmm. Well, at least I'm not a bottom. Well, at least I'm mm-hmm. not trans. Well, at least mm-hmm. I can pass. Well, at least mm-hmm. so we always pay the fuckery forward. Mm-hmm. And I've heard so many gay men. We do it all the time. Like mm-hmm. we, we, I've seen every person, even people who I call the twice damned. If you're a black gay man or a black mm-hmm. gay anybody, or black if you're gay. black and trans, I've yeah. seen so many people who Especially should trans. know better. Yeah. Not know better. <laughs> right. I see my Jewish friends who you they they have they've heard the stories of Auschwitz and, and the Holocaust. I've seen them be racist as fuck and not know better. You yeah. know, so I've seen it over and I've seen my trans friends say mm-hmm. stuff like, oh, did you see that? I'm like, damn, do we just don't get it? Like no, we, we don't we, care. We just because yeah. because the thing is like I've heard somebody say recently, black people never hated slavery, they just didn't want to be the slaves. And I, one thing that stuck with me was when we were in South Africa, I took a trip to South Africa and mm. we went to um, where Nelson Mandela was held captive. Mm. And the, there were South Africans talking and what they shared with us, like people who lived there, mm-hmm. they were like when the black people took over, things didn't get better. They started, right. they were worse than the white people. They started right. because they wanted their chance, chance to be to in fuck control it up, off of their family and friends. And they made it even worse. And yeah. I don't think it's because black people are worse than white people. I think it's just a human thing. thing. Like whenever we, I mean, almost any oppressed peoples you can think of, they're examples of once they got a chance, mm-hmm. they fucked over the people that they could fuck over. Yeah. Like almost, what do you think? Almost, what do you think is fueling that? What do you think fuels that? Why do we want? Why do oppressed people want the chance to oppress others? Why can't? Why does no one? Well, cannot no one. People do want. Some people want equality, but for the people are, who yeah, want, yeah, people, yeah, just yeah, a thought yeah, out there. We're these yeah. times where we gotta be really clear. But I mean, all that to say, <laughs> what do you think? Their chance in power, is, it feels like. Well, yeah, but why? I mean, I think it's an ugly part of human nature. I mm-hmm. think it's, it, it's part of feeling safe. It's yeah. a part of wanting to have agency and control of your life. Mm-hmm. You know? and so I get it. It's like, um, yeah. Yeah, like I, it's it's a big. I think a big part of it is safety. You know, like I have, yeah. we, we have a friend who all three of us have a mutual friend who at one point he's a dark skinned person. At one point was talking about getting injections to mm-hmm. become lighter, mm-hmm. and and there were some. And he was pretty open about it and wanted mm-hmm. to get a nose job. Mm-hmm. And there were people who were like, "What the hell? You're so educated. How could you think that?" And I was like, "Come on." We mm-hmm. know why. The right. fact is, in some ways, his life would be easier if he was lighter skinned and had a different yeah. nose. Not that that's right, but our society is that fucked. For, it, it is for, it is. for a trans person, their mm-hmm. life would be easier if they were cisgender. There's no question. It's not their mm-hmm. fault for being trans. Society is fucked. For yeah. a gay person, it would be easier if you were straight. Mm-hmm. For a black person, it would be easier if you were white. For mm-hmm. a white, it would be easier if you were a man. So, no, of course, you want. Who doesn't want to not have to deal with the bullshit and right. want to feel powerful and to be in control? It takes a lot of self-awareness and a lot of spiritual growth to resist mm-hmm. that urge mm-hmm. to um, to give it to those baser instincts. I think it's, I think we're still set for survival in a primal mm-hmm. sense, yeah. like in our like the the core of our DNA, and mm-hmm. we want to rise to the top. And it's that survival of the fittest kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think empathy. It's not always the most natural thing. Like it's to, not. Yeah. It's not. And I know I be harping on religion a lot. And I think religion has helped many people, but I'm I'm going to the negative part for a moment. It's just, you know, when the aspect of particularly Christianity, where there's that performance based um 
performative holiness. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and then you see kindness. the yeah, the more and the more holy you are, you're rewarded. And when you're not, then you're condemned. And so we take mm-hmm. on that that behavior and direct it towards each other. It's you a know, that's where it's just God yeah, sanctioned right oppression. Exactly. So like, exactly. Like, God sanctioned oppression. You, you yeah. had a baby out of wedlock, like, or you gay, but not right? Me. Are you this? Are you that? I tied. Yeah. You do- <laughs> and it, it 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 is a cycle that is so hard to break out of. You know what I mean? And this, I think, it just it ruins people's I've lives. I shared very openly one of the things that I missed about Christianity, and I had to really, y'all know, a quality I find very attractive in people, in both of you, and I mean attractive in the broad sense. Mm-hmm. People who can face themselves and be real with themselves. You know, my younger brother Marcus is he, he's like it's practically his religion. If he were to have a religion, it's just constant introspection like Mm -hmm. unabashed brutal introspection and one of the things i missed about christianity was knowing who i was better than in the name of jesus Mm -hmm. and i I wouldn't (laughs) and i wouldn't have put it in those words at first consciously but when i really inspected the feelings i was so sure yeah that i was going to heaven and equally sure of who was not yeah and if you would have told me that in the in the midst of it i would have argued you down that that wasn't the case because mm. nobody wants to admit that because that's not holy but right or ironically people, or, or, or some people say but well, it's just the bible like that's just what the bible says it's not my fault you know but mm-hmm. it's it was so <laughs> <I'm> sorry <laughs> <laughs> it was it was empowering i'm just being so real like i'm just I mean, like i was like i was a just this it... moment came to mind sorry oh, <laughs> the, the bible says a lot of things uh, sure. right. also, it does. Uh, i was watching recently <laughs> well let he who is without sin um, cast the first stone. Kind of dead. Yeah. Yes. You know, that's kind of on Disney Plus. I feel like I've been repping Disney. They should pay me, but on, they have all the seasons of The Simpsons, so I've yeah. been watching like seasons ten and eleven. Like anyway, okay. but yeah. But. <laughs> that's why I kind of I kind of enjoy in terms of religion on a on a, a brighter note. You know, there's different denominations and. um have you guys heard of um, like a universalist or universalism, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. And so they pretty much, and I know some people would hate this, but what it is what it is. They pretty much take the good stuff of it and promote that. But then the other stuff, they Christian deny. Christian Eric like, would have said, that's just the devil. Getting exactly. Exactly. So like they, they, they <laughs> yeah. deny eternal damnation. They deny, you know, that your sexuality is, is warranting of damnation, all of that. They just really take out the good stuff <laughs> and then, and then go with it. Um, so I guess they're just trying to hold on to their faith. And I, well, I get it. I totally let understand me segue that. With this, speaking of people, oppressed people, oh, yeah. not learning, oh, there's boy. been a, some, some talk about black supremacy lately. I am not a fan of Terry Crews in this. I'm way. not either. I do not. I think people who talk this way to have no grasp of history. Yeah. However, I do think while it's not possible as of right now for black people to institute systemic oppression because mm-hmm. we don't have that kind of leverage, it is possible to have hateful beliefs and ideologies and misguided yeah. understandings of yeah. history. And so what did y'all think of Nick Cannon's anti-Semitic remarks? Did you feel that they were anti-Semitic? What okay. Did you, what did you see? I'm going to be totally... feel like he was racist and being a black supremacist or do you want to even give context like what even yeah i'm gonna get some con- I, go ahead to mark I, was I, was say, I actually don't i didn't know what the comment was like okay. i didn't see his original uh comment but let me actually 
All right, I'm gonna say this while you're looking that up, because yeah. I, because I, 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 so there's two things that are there's happening. There's a video I, interview that I'm that I'm referring to. Yes, yeah. there was, yeah, and I, I saw, I saw some comments of what he was saying about at least from the context that I saw, I thought it was just white people, but Same. then there was, there was um, things that he was saying about Jewish people, and I'm gonna read this to y'all. In the one hour plus episode of Canaan's class released last month that prompted his firing. And please let me come back to something I want to say about cancel culture, because we talked about before, and there's just one point I really want to make about that. Um, But anyways, in the hour plus episode of Cannon's class released last month that prompted his firing, Cannon and Richard, quote, Professor Griff Griffin, formerly of the rap group Public Enemy, contended that black people are the true Hebrews and Jews have usurped that identity. Cannon then argued that lighter skinned people, quote, Jewish people, white people, Europeans, quote, are a little less and have a deficiency that historically caused them to act out of fear and commit acts of violence to survive. Cannon also discussed anti-Semitic, um, Semitic, I'm sorry, conspiracy theories involving the Rothschilds, centralized banking, the 13 families, the bloodlines that control everything, even outside of America. He goes on to say, quote, they had to be savages he said, before going on to praise the anti-Semitic Nation of Islam leader, Louis Farrakhan. Last yeah. thing, it's never hate speech. You can't be anti-Semitic when we are the Semitic people, Cannon said. We are the same people who they want to be. That's our birthright. We are the true Hebrews. And he might have said some more. So that's a Now, I just got to throw this in. His own children are damn near white passing, if not white passing. So mm-hmm. what is he saying? And also, I, what pisses me off is these I'm blackity black, 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 black men who only will get with white women and ambiguously black women. Has he ever dated a visibly black woman? Let me throw something out there. Because could you tell me, answer this question while you're asking that, as I'm asking, actually. Is it true that he said that white women, I'm paraphrasing what's of the quote, that white women were the most desirable type of women because I heard this narrative come out now, and that's why some black women are coming to his now, defense. Now, if he would speak, I don't know that, but if he was speaking okay. in terms of white supremacist culture, that is a factually true thing. True, but I feel like he might now, have been if, saying Now, it. if he's saying that he feels that way, mm-hmm. right. that's where the fuckery is. Because there's no, there's no argument that white women right. are uplifted. Like, and that's a standard. By society. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. now, if he was saying how he feels, I would believe he feels that way based on the people he's been with. And his children look more white than they do black. They don't have no, they're not super melanated people. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And you've seen many, many comments. Well, maybe I, y'all probably, I've seen it. Where a lot of black people are like, well, he didn't say nothing wrong. You know, yeah, I have seen, so I was on Twitter and I have seen a lot of people say that he said nothing wrong, mm-hmm. that he, I'm sorry, y'all, he's, <laughs> Cats are getting on my nerves today. That he said nothing wrong, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that he had all right to say what he said, and you know, it, there was a lot. And I forget which celebrity. There was a celebrity. No, not a celebrity. Um, do you follow? You follow Tony Baker, right? No, I don't actually. No, you okay. know what? I'll come back to that later. No, I don't. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Tony Baker is an Instagram personality who uh, he's a comedian yeah and he does a lot of animal voiceovers for those mm-hmm. who don't know he's actually pretty funny um but he mentioned that um that tony uh, that nick um that it was a shame that people were kind of canceling him mm-hmm. that some people were canceling him because of what he said um I didn't, and I then it's like well, saw that 
I saw more support right, yeah. than anything. Yeah. I saw a lot of support, but then, yeah. you know, they were saying like, you know, if I'm gonna come back to that. Yeah, he he said that he um damn I figured lost my train of thought. Man. Sorry, Either way, no, no, this is, yeah. you're good, you're good, you good. No, it's it's fine. <laughs> um but either way, uh, just the fact that, oh, I got, I got it. Um, like, why would we want to cancel our own when he's already being berated by the people that he said the thing about and all this mm-hmm. stuff? All this goes uh, back to Michael and cancel culture. And I, I, I'm kind of sick of it, to be honest, because it's just, mm-hmm. it happens almost every day now. You know, mm-hmm. like we, we cancel and then we always end up going back to these people somehow in, in some form. And anyway. what I did see to, to, mm-hmm. to just yeah. add to what you just said, Demarcus, once Nick Cannon kind of somewhat apologized, then black people started attacking him and canceling him. Well, guess what? Right. Yeah. Yeah. They were canceling him for yeah. apologizing. Yeah. It's, it's like a yeah. lose-lose for him. And, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and I, I felt bad in that sense because he even said that. Uh, he, yeah. yeah, he did. He did. He was like, I, like, I can't win. You know, my own people are coming down at me uh, on it. me now. I saw that, yeah. And yeah. that that whole uh, tweeting from heaven thing, like that that kind of, it made me nervous. I didn't know what All right. was, like what was his mind at that, in that moment. Right. Um, and it just reminded me, and I'm not, and again, I don't defend Terry Crews and his ignorant comments <laughs> at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but it reminded me of the whole, of like this past week, Chance the Rapper. Y'all heard about what was going on? I heard. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but Chance, Chance actually, um, one of his comments was endorsed by Terry Crews, and then he kind of backpedaled on the whole thing. He was like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> he just said, I don't, I don't accept this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's cool. And Terry was like, Terry was like, that wasn't an endorsement, bro. <laughs> Terry was like, that wasn't an endorsement, bro. <laughs> Y'all right. I'm wrong. It's cool. We right. can squash this whole thing. But, um, but again, like even in that moment, the minute Chance said what he said, people were canceling him left and yeah. right. And mm-hmm. then when he backpedaled, it was like, oh, he's cool. Like, like it, it just happens so much all mm-hmm. the time, every single day. I'm kind of, I'm just really over that part of it. Do I think that Nick should have apologized? I won't say. Okay. Not, I won't say. I have two things to say. One is a I'll question. The and then, <laughs> one is I'll a question. i the top on that one. <laughs> and one, one is um, what I wanted to say about cancel culture. But first, my question was there anything factual in what Nick said? <laughs> so this is the no. I'm being serious. No, no, I'm, I'm I know. Answer, I yeah. know. When I yeah. saw when I saw the first clip, because I, I know why Demarcus is laughing, because my knee jerk response when I saw the first clip, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't see nothing wrong with this, <laughs> nothing at all. Yeah. But, but I did not hear him mention even once Jewish people. I didn't either. I, I was like, like where's that coming from? So the, so the first clip I saw, I was like. I find no fault. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> man. And so, right. like, so I, I, did, I right. did not see the issue. Um, I understood how it could be upsetting, but I was right. like, okay, that's what it is. I did not see the anti-Semitic issues at first. I, I didn't even hear him mention, to be clear, it's not that I heard him bash Jewish people and I, and I was okay with it. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear him mention Jews, Jewish at people, all. Jewish religion, well, Jews ethnicity at, at, all. at all. And just to at jump, first. yeah. Apparently he did, uh, he did though. Like, he did. Yeah. And so no, I but I heard, I heard the, the other guy was really going in. Like I he was. Out, I found out about him talking about that part later, 
And right. then when I saw, because the initial clip I saw on Twitter was short. It was right. And it was just about. Because they had yeah. a whole conversation. Yeah. So when I saw the part that I saw later, I was like, oh, Nick. So this is the thing. So the I, thing I just read, that wasn't it? There was more to it? There was more. Because he talked okay. about uh, banking and then being in control and Rothschilds and da 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and then being in charge of this and that. There are some stereotypes about Jewish people that are literally the result of persecution. Mm. So the idea of Jewish people, for example, yeah. right. um, the idea of Jewish people being so good with money, at one point, because of Christians, the, the banking was considered an occupation that was sinful. So mm. if you were a Christian, you wouldn't do it. Jews were allowed to do that job and not many others. I believe in some situations, it was the only job they were allowed to do. So mm. at one point, as time progressed, Yes, you have Jewish people in charge of money. You put them there. And so, right. then, so there's this issue of, oh, they're so good with it. And, um, and there's a lot of cherry picking of a few, yes, wealthy Jewish families, mm -hmm. but that's not Jewish people en masse. I know people personally who yeah. are Jewish and they're not, yeah. <laughs> they're not particularly financially privileged, you know, I have some right. white privilege or whatever. But the point is, um, there was definitely some stuff. And I want to know, I want to ask one of these black Hebrew, Hebrew people, what are you basing this off of? Like, what are the texts that you're pulling this from? What is the data that you're using that we are the true Hebrew people? Because yeah. one thing that's interesting to me is all black people aren't even the same black. Like, exactly. Like we on the DNA thing. We're not even the same. The three of us aren't even the same. We're the not. black right. parts aren't the same. The European parts aren't the same. The ratios aren't the same. Mm -hmm. So what is it? I, I too want to know, like, what are you basing these findings off of with like the black Hebrew Israelite people? Right. Like, because I understand how if I was Jewish, well, actually I am part Jewish, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, like ethnically, um, mm -hmm. I'm 10% I'm Jewish according to the thing, mm -hmm. but, but, um, but I'm not religiously, I wasn't raised in that culture. But mm -hmm. if, if, I'm a, if I'm a true Jewish person and I identify as a Jewish person, I am going to be offended that you're saying you're the real Jewish people and I'm not like that's mm. going to that's obviously offensive to me. Yeah. But yeah. I want to know back. Now, I will say this. I have one Jewish friend. I just recently attended her bat mitzvah via Zoom. Mm -hmm. She's white. She's a white Jew. She told me that she does believe that black people are the true Jews. Mm. And so I, I, I'm so all that to say, that's just all that I have. There are yeah. no conclusions that I'm drawing from that. Yeah. That's, that's how I feel, Eric. I I'm like, <laughs> well, here's the thing I want. I will to not do. ingrain this in virtual Same here. I can't, even, <laughs> I can't even say too much either. I'm with y'all on that. This is my thing, though. I this don't know. The part that I saw initially where he was just talking about white people. Right. Did you think there would be no backlash for that like come like just the stuff i'm not saying like this is just the stuff he was saying because this is this is the Listen. part that i do find wrong with it that's obvious yeah he blanketed white people together obviously he did. all white he people did. are not the same right so since he did. all white people are kind of complicit in racism because of systemic oppression mm -hmm. so unless they're actively anti-racist which requires education then yes right. you are born into a racist system Studies yeah. like the Doll study kind of prove that as young as six, we all have ideas mm -hmm. about white supremacy. So that's that's that that's that. But mm -hmm. to say that white people are just so evil and inclined to this and this and that and stuff like that, did you really think that no one was gonna have a problem with that? And also your wife and kids, if they did a DNA test DNA test tomorrow, or your ex-wife and your children are probably more European than they are African. If I'm 50% yeah. black, me. Mm -hmm. phenotypically black as the fuck mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. What are your kids? Yeah. They're probably going to be like, what, 70, 80% white? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, let's be I don't, real. I don't know what he was thinking. My only thing is, because they said this is a resurfaced episode. So I don't know, even know when this originally aired. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, because I ain't even heard of the canon, whatever. I mean, Nick Cannon, whatever. I've called. seen little bits before, but it's a bunch uh, of hotep ish. Well, that's what I'm of, saying. So yeah. I don't, now I'm starting to wonder. Maybe he's been you know, pushing this narrative for some oh, time now. And there was no, so there was no the feedback. It, it, you know? This is such, forgive me y'all for today. Cause I, I got time today apparently, but I'm going to make this succinct. Another reason why I'm not a fan. I, Cause I, somebody was like, I don't know why you're using Hotep as a pejorative. I don't mean Hotep as in Amin Hotep as in, I mean, Hotep is in the new vernacular of black guys who spout this newfangled um, revisionist history. Mm-hmm. One thing I'm not a fan of with Nick Cannon and, and, the places he's drawing from, like the teachings of Farrakhan and the back he- black yeah. Hebrew Israelites, look at what they think about you as a black mm-hmm. gay man. Look at what yeah. they think about trans people. Look at what they think about black women. These people, this is exactly what I was talking about in the beginning. Mm-hmm. These are people, they want to be white. They're the white yeah. people of black people. Yeah. They want to be in control. They don't think much about our lives at all. I promise you. Now, this is who Terry Crews was talking about. <laughs> So <laughs> this is who he's trying to get at. Yeah. And so, and so they are black supremacists in that sense because mm-hmm. all black lives don't matter equally to them. Of course so you, not. They only care about, they're the kind of people who leave the ugly comments on um, Gabrielle mm-hmm. Union's trans, trans daughter's page, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that and her pictures. They're yeah. the kind of people who would say, oh, well, I, I'm going to have to like stop, you know, working with Eric's company now, once they find mm-hmm. out I'm gay. That's those kind of people. Like, yeah. you hear them talk enough, and the guy he was talking to, go do a little research. It's not hard to find. There's some hateful-ass people. Oh, yeah, so, definitely, definitely. They're exactly my point from earlier. It's like, instead of learning from it, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, now it's my turn. So, basically, I'm up here now. Everybody else who's not what I am is yeah. wrongs below. Yeah, right. that's true. Yeah. And, you know, even if I was just, as you were talking, I was thinking to myself, um, when y'all mentioned about earlier about, the first clip that was out and I was like, mm, I don't see any issues with this. I think that's where a lot of people stopped, mm-hmm. you know, and they didn't go on to see everything else that was said. And I think if some of people heard that they might feel differently, but then at the same time, some of them would not feel differently for the reason you just mentioned mm-hmm. is it's still, you know, another black man is being pulled down by the system. And it just goes and to show that black people aren't educated consequences what, for everything. A lot of black yeah. people don't even know what anti-Semitism is. Right. <laughs> Yeah. They don't. And so they, a lot of black people feel like to them, if they're familiar with the term, they mm-hmm. think to be anti-Semitic is to be in open opposition to Jewish people and flagrantly mm-hmm. like calling them the Jewish equivalent of whatever nigger is and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. They don't understand that certain stereotypes like the banking thing and the money thing, the Hollywood thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of black people accept that as fact, the way white people accept as fact that we're thugs. That's what I'm saying. These same people would argue white people down for their implicit racism, mm-hmm. but they can't do the same for themselves when they see it happen with Jewish people. It's like no one is, okay, not no one. A lot of people are just not seeing the mirrors. Yeah. Ignorance. Yeah. yeah. We, 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 how, and how many times have you seen these same people when, when gay black people and when and with black trans people try to speak up how many times right. have you seen oh it's not the same uh, we don't need to support y'all lifestyle even though we're supporting them so these same people they're doing the white people think they just don't it's have a, the power it's to, a cycle right? they don't have the power to impose systemic oppression and could you imagine if they did mindset. could you imagine oh, they did have the power this world was self-destruct right, <laughs> right. <laughs> they would be like out of here oh yeah. my gosh 
You know what I mean? Like if some of these pe- if some of these people who are so anti LGBTQIA had that type of power, some of us probably be tr- on somebody's tree. You know what I mean? And some of us have actually. That's real. I'm saying, and many have. But, and th- th- these are people yeah. who some of them have killed their own children. Right. Really. Yeah. You know, and so in the name of ironically, because what's so funny to me about some of these Hotep people, a lot of their beliefs are hella Judeo-Christian. They <laughs> as are. they claim to be invoking African, because they're because a lot of af- aspects of certain African cultures, because of course, like African, even African culture is not one homogenous culture. It's mm-hmm. diverse as fuck. But historically, yeah. there are tribes where women had hella power. There are mm-hmm. tribes when men had male concubines and it was accepted. They had wives for procreation because you needed people. People were mm-hmm. a currency in the sense of you needed them to fight. You needed them to help with land and hunting and stuff. But they yeah. would have male concubines. There, there, you have evidence of trans people amongst African and indigenous peoples being uplifted and heralded as mm-hmm. high spiritual advisors. Mm-hmm. How come you don't know any of this? Their idea of African culture is incredibly Euros, is filtered through a lens of Eurocentrism yeah. and Judeo Christianity. So mm-hmm. it's like, fuck you. I just sometimes, what I, I'm at a place now where I don't have the energy to argue and educate a lot of these people because they don't want to be. You can't infiltrate. Them. They've decided already that they want to be in this position. Yeah. I'm like, yep. I need to look out for me and my people that I love and care for. Mm-hmm. I'm becoming like a, there's probably a term for it that I can't think of, but I'm an Ericist right now. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> a selfist. I, I care saying. about me and the people that I care about. Yeah. If, if y'all need help, I will be there. I'm looking out for y'all interests. But as far as the general, I feel like y'all not down for me. Y'all, yeah. y'all support me until you find out, until I, until I remind you I'm black, a lot of mm-hmm. white people. Y'all mm-hmm. support me until you find out I'm gay, a lot mm-hmm. of black people. Mm-hmm. Y'all support me until you find out, you know, so it's like all this stuff, like I ain't. That's too many battles. And that's why I think like the golden rule um, is so powerful, you know, treat others how you want to be treated. And I feel right. like if more people did that, it would be so much less. You know, even if you don't agree with something, and that's a whole other thing. But, you know, you don't want this shit happening to you. So why are you placing it on somebody else? Mm-hmm. But whatever. That's, what we, that's just what we were talking about in the beginning. But that's, that's precisely the problem. Yeah. So, oppressed people, his, it's, again, historically, we just... Because we don't even want to start talking about Israel and Palestine and stuff right now. Because that's another example of what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, people who've been <laughs> oppressed rarely learn the lesson we see it with mm-hmm. cisgender women versus trans women right now of course not all of course right. there's cisgender women who support trans women but my point is every time there's a people who you would think would know better based on the first-hand experience of being oppressed they mm-hmm. say you know didn't learn a damn thing i want my turn at bat who can i write right. down and yeah. that's just historically what's been true for, for millennia yeah so, it's, it's true so you got to be about that self-survival because you leave it up to these hoes out here they're gonna kill you <laughs> <laughs> they gonna kill you so it brought me peace to be like look it's me versus everyone else and thankfully most mm-hmm. people are regular people and most yeah. regular people are idiots yeah so, yeah yeah I, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah am i ashamed to say that's something i say often <laughs> and that's why we're friends and that's why we're friends. yeah so, like, damn most people are just really dumb they just everybody yeah. just so damn wow. regular damn, <laughs> just so regular. <laughs> it's so crazy yeah. it's crazy oh well so we'll see how this how this turns out for good old nick and you know well, nick, us- it reminds me of our friend Vashon when we saw her perform with her group What's- years ago and she did that song the world can't won't get no better mm. or something like that the world won't mm. get no better something like mm. that i'm mm. no i'm jacking it up but uh it's like 
Yeah, the world won't get no better that the way we They won't. Anyway. Well, let us know what y'all think about the Nick Cannon case. Then um who was oh Avery Wilson. And if Avery, yeah. if you're seeing this, you know, do your thing, brother. Do your you got thing. All support. Yeah, you sure Absolutely. do. So and what else we talk about? Um, I guess pretty much it. Yeah. Well, so that's that. But not let us know stage. your thoughts, my people. Let us know. Yes, let us know. Let me know. Yes, okay. That's it. I got a little breath. <laughs> got a little breath at the time. I did a little Mariah at the time. A little breathy. Just let you know. Yeah, on is. Sundays, I don't be vocalizing the way I do on birthdays. So y'all can get all kind of different varying degrees of Listen. quality of voice. <laughs> but I'll still sing though, even though it, it can come out any number of ways. It can come Listen. out any kind of way. It looks anyway. gonna be what's gonna be. <laughs> all right, y'all. Bye, y'all. Peace.